There we go. Hi! <laughs> Hello, nerds! You can hear perfectly. Okay, good. I don't know what that was all about, but there it is. Welcome to... Uh, what is this? The second, technically, uh, stream for the new year. Um, as we are nearing the end of the uh, off-season, all of my preseason stuff is coming to a close. Uh, I, I'm going to be doing, I think next week will be another off week. And then if everything pans out the week following, we will be back to regular schedule. So it's getting very exciting. I just have a couple of, um, stock pieces that I need to get in place and so it's going to take up a lot of time next week so that's where we are at uh, since we are starting about 10 minutes late I do apologize I also uh, have a little bit of food in my hands so uh, I might chomp a little bit I uh, again apologize in advance mm. but we do have all of the time The music is not coming through. Oh, maybe it is. I was just looking at the wrong dial. Okay. Um, we're talking about most anticipated for 2023. We're going to uh, do this in order of the regular scheduled program. Meaning, uh, I have a document here. And, I'll, and we'll try and look stuff up as we're talking about it. But uh, first thing will be music, then gaming and tech, comic books and literature. I am That's one of the changes that's going to be made is uh, how I title these sections. Though it's going to be basically the same information for each section, just titled a little bit more appropriately. So comic books and literature, then episodic content, i.e. streaming and television. Then we're going to talk movies, and then we're going to find our way off into left field and talk about all of the things in any of those sections that is a long shot, but I'm still hoping for. So that is the way this is going. Uh, and, you know, we'll be stopping and talking to chat as per usual. Uh, so basically what it is is that last section is going to be instead of rumors, we're going to be talking about uh, things that m likely won't happen, but potentially could, and uh, that I'm very excited about. So, and that you should be very excited about. There's plenty of things going on in the nerd world that we that we are going to be talking about. Um, let's start things off in music. Yay! So uh, we'll we'll make the 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 music sections. I gotta check my time. Uh, what's my timestamp? Seventeen thirty. Uh, we'll make the music sections or uh, the the non <laughs> the non attract sections, I guess. Uh, relatively short because I know everybody's uh, going to be wanting to listen to the. Uh oh, did I bump the wrong thing? No, did I hurt myself? Okay, we're good. Um, everybody's, everybody wants to talk about mu uh, movies and uh, TV shows. So that's honestly why I put them at the end. <laughs> but we'll get there, I promise. So, 
music section. Uh, the the most anticipated bits for music this year. So and and also I guess another uh, uh, formatting thing for tonight. I feel like some of the things we're going to be talking about is going to lead us into news. So again, I will do my best to pull things up so that you're not just staring at my beautiful face all night. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be things that we talk about that is going to get us into the news. And that's why we're not also doing a news section like I originally planned. I was going to do news for a half an hour and then most anticipated for a half an hour. And then my most anticipated list got gigantic. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, again, I'm, I'm rambling and meandering and now we have to get to the music section. Uh, so, starting in music... The the first thing is going to is Rammstein. Like... No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. The first big thing in this section is without a doubt Rammstein. So we know that Rammstein, I'll see if I can pull him up while I'm talking about it. We know that Rammstein is uh, working on new music. They have said so very explicitly. And I, there is just... There is not another band that I get more excited about. Like, I, I get equally excited about certain bands, but Rammstein is just one. I, and I think it's probably partially because, uh, they, you know, they don't put out music that often. So the fact that they're giving us a new record already is pretty awesome. They gave us that... Um, what is that? Oh, that's from October. Uh, yeah, they gave us that goodbye video, which we did the reaction for, and that was great, and I dug the song, and I dug the video a whole, whole lot, and so I'm very excited about new music. So I, I, I'm going to try and not ramble this much. Next on the list is Job for a Cowboy. They are putting out, they are putting out their new new record this year. I don't believe a new uh, a release date has been made for it just yet, but... Are you guys getting are you getting double audio there, Chris? I feel like the the music looks like it's doubling up. It's, it seems to be coming out of two audio tracks. Is that happening? Let me know in chat. Anyway, Jobber Cowboy hasn't put out a record in like 12 years. Uh, the last record they did put out is not the greatest. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So I'm very intrigued now that um Metalcore, not metalcore. Now that deathcore is a thing again, uh, is it going to be back into what we know from their first couple records? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they put out the three. Either way, uh, Job for Cowboy is working on new music. Music sounds fine. Okay, good. Uh, Job for Cowboy is going to be putting out new music, and that's pretty awesome. Uh, our next piece on the checklist is Slipknot. Uh, this one is, I honestly probably could have gone in the final section, the out and left field stuff, because uh, this is not going to be a proper Slipknot record. So when they were doing, I believe it was volume three, the subliminal verses pretty sure that's when it was when they were recording in the houdini mansion uh 
Clown and Corey and I want to say Jim and Joey. I could be wrong with the, with the grouping, but I know at the very least Sean uh, was part of it, and I'm sure Corey is too. But the other the other players from the band, I'm not 100 percent on. Uh, they are they did a side project while they were in the studio for a Slipknot record and they finished recording the side project. I don't, there was never any announcement as to whether or not the, uh, the mixing and mastering had been done to it. But I mean, at, at this point it's been a number of years. So I would imagine by now it's been done and they called that little side project. Look outside your window. Now uh, it's been described by, Sean in recent interviews as very different from Slipknot and at the time it was described by Corey as a lot more uh, I think he's I think he used the term easily digestible uh, so very different from Slipknot so it sounds like it's gonna be like Slipknot's take on radio rock maybe uh, something in the vein of maybe Stone Sour which I find very strange but yeah that is supposedly going to come out after Slipknot's tenure at Roadrunner Records has come to an end which is April so sometime after April 1st is when we very likely will be seeing this weird side uh, project from Slipknot uh, next is Death Clock. Again, no release date set for this, but we do know that the guys from Death Clock, i.e. Brendan Small and company, not the, the cartoon characters, but Brendan Small and such, uh, they are, and apparently Loudwire is not the greatest site to have done this on. Let's go to Metal Injection. Let's go to Search Death Clock. Um, is it just? Yeah. Uh, so we do know that Brenna Small is in the studio with uh, some hired musicians, drummers and such. Looks like Death Clock is in the studio, see, as of December. And um, oh, who was the drummer? Why did, uh, why did I just forget... Gene Hoglin, there we go. Gene Hoglin posted that he was recording with Brendan Small. What else could Brendan Small be doing in a, in a studio with Gene Hoglin? Probably Death Clock. We do know that the Death Clock uh, final movie is going to be coming out. Uh, we don't have a release date for that yet either, but I think that is potentially 2024, so it would make sense that they wanted to do the music now kind of get some promotion for the movie in advance. So sometime this year we will be seeing some new Death Clock, some Metalocalypse action all up in your stuff and, you know, insert things here. Uh, the next piece is uh, The Big Six. Oh yeah, this is a super group. So again, like I said, this is going to take us to some news pieces. So this is a super group uh, that includes members of uh, Attila, Fit for an Autopsy, Left to Suffer, Infant Annihilator, Traitor, and Lorna Shore. Um, Dickie Allen? Dickie? Is it? Where is Dickie? I don't see Dickie. 
Oh, it must be a different Dickie then. Oh, because it's... Uh, I'm thinking a different dude. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is... They're calling themselves the Big Six. It's very likely going to be some more Deathcore stuff. Uh, I, I'm honestly, at this point, anything that uh, you I get from Fit for an Autopsy or Lorna Shore, Traitors, I can take it or leave it, but Lorna Shore, Fit for an Autopsy, any combination of those guys is going to be great. Uh, I dig Attila as well, but not quite to the same level as those other two guys. Never heard of Left to Suffer, can definitely do without Infinite Annihilator, but whatever. Um, yeah, so new supergroup going to be putting out new music in 2023. Then, super excited, Bleeding Through is currently in the studio. Bleeding Through, a metalcore band from the aughts into the teens. And they put out a an EP, if I'm remembering this correctly, last year. It might have been the year before. It might have been in 2021. Um, but they have made it known that they are also recording new music and said new music is set to come out. I think there's actually a release date for this as well. They're, they're definitely on tour. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> No, no, no release date for this one either. But yeah, they when they when they released that EP in yeah, it was last year. Cool, it was early last year. They they also said that they're in the studio working on some new music. So super super excited for Bleeding Through, one of my favorite bands from that time frame. Uh, another of my favorite bands is August Burns Red from that era of the musics of the heaviness. Um, August Burns Red just finished some touring they just finished their annually annual <laughs> christmas uh concert which was a two-day thing that included a whole bunch of heavy hitters from the metalcore community and now they're blessing us with a new record that new record is called death below it comes out in march on the 24th of march and just really super excited not gonna lie uh also announced a tour with devil wears prada and bleed from within That tour kicks off in February, so they'll be on tour when the record drops at the Fillmore in Denver. Um, Where is... Yeah, Death Below, March 24th, record features, guest appearances. So that is what that that, uh, 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 Ancestry song comes from that features Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engage on vocals. Great tune. I'm super excited about new music from August Burns Red. Moving right along. Next, we are talking Gojira. Uh, We're going to check in on chat first. All right, nothing crazy is going on now. So, Gojira is also, (laughs) they gave us a single last year as well. They didn't specifically say, at least as far as I can remember. Ah, come on. There we go. As far as I can remember, they did not specifically say that they will be putting out any new music in 2023. But if they're in the studio, to the point that that they have released... uh, (laughs) Oh lord, we're gonna check that out Uh, That they released a single Then it would make sense that 
uh, they're gonna they're gonna be putting out new music. Uh, isn't rushing back in the studio. That comes from December. So Duplantier, Joe Duplantier this time, not Mario. Uh, no. So he's saying that they're not. What is this? For writing an album, I think it's important to have something to say. So if you're recharged, you might repeat yourself. Oh, if you're not recharged, you might repeat yourself or record songs in a weird state where you can't hear anything because your ears are shut. It could be dangerous to produce bad albums. That's a good way of looking at it. Though, again, they did record a new single, so it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Um, and uh, Mario, the drummer brother, is... Uh, releasing stuff like this on his YouTube, which I'm not going to play because we're streaming, but if you haven't seen this, it's pretty badass. This uh, obelisk thing here in the background is an actual drum that he uses in this crazy solo, and there's a whole story behind it that he posted to his Instagram, so if you're interested, go check it out. But that is the Gojira bit. Uh, And then to round out the music section, we have two tours that we're talking about. Uh, One of them is going is happening now and i'm super excited as they announce more and more dates for this but pantera the reunion whatever you want to call it tribute tour that's happening right now is very very exciting uh i have seen some stuff from zach wild as far as the his performance of dimes parts that's a little shaky but i have seen plenty more that is very very uh delightful i guess we can say So uh, I'm hoping that the delightful bit stays with us and uh, we get a little bit more. And and as far as drums go, um, uh, I can't think of dude's name and we're going to just move on. But uh, the, the, the drumming so far has been, as far as I've seen, again, checking live videos and people's cam stuff. It's a little difficult to tell. Harder on drums for sure. Uh, but it seems that everything is going as planned on that side. So the other tour is Rammstein. I know we opened this section with Rammstein. Now we're closing this section with Rammstein. Uh, Rammstein, I believe, is on tour, is going into 20. Oh, no, no. They're, they're finishing up the record, and then they said that they're going to be announcing tour dates. That's what it was. So that tour, I'm very excited. They don't usually hit a whole lot of dates in the States, so I'm, I'm super hopeful that they hit one that's close enough to me that I can drive and I don't have to take a whole day off of work for it uh, or, or, you know, a whole extra day off of work for it. But, yeah, very excited. That is the music section. I'm going to roll on over to chat right now. Only one active. Uh, that is Mr. Christopher Ortiz. Do you have any albums or uh, musical events that you're looking forward to for 2023, sir? Let's talk about that for a moment. And I'm going to be, uh, I'll pull up the next bit. Uh, Next up is going to be, oh, good Lord. There we go. Where'd my notes go? Gaming and tech, baby. Gaming and tech. So... Yeah, gaming and tech. All right. Oh, no. You can't see it. Look, gaming and tech. Hooray. So gaming and tech, this is this is a big one, I would I would say, for the nerd nerdy types. Let's pull up IGN. No, let's pull up. 
and Gadget. Let's go there. I like those guys a little bit better. Add to the notes real quick. 33. <laughs> so gaming and tech bits that we are looking forward to as far as what I'm looking forward to again uh, here at Generally Nerdy. We have YouTube monetization uh, is going to open up a lot next month. So in February, small itty bitty YouTubers like myself are going to have a couple of options as far as what we can do to pull in something resembling uh, uh, monetization. It's not exactly monetization, but it is options for people who watch this stuff actively to support small little baby channels like mine. Uh, So that's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to that, those possibilities. Not that I'm anticipating making a whole lot of money on it, but still, it'll be fun. Uh, So then the first like game game that we're talking about is the Dead Space remake coming out next week, January 27th. Dead Space, one of the scariest damn games I played uh back in the day and like the only thing i think that made me jump more than dead space when it was out was uh uh the resident evil code veronica or resident evil 4 well i think kind of both of those resident evil code veronica was on my Dreamcast, and then RE4 was GameCube, and that one had four college-age dudes screaming like little girls. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 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 remake for Dead Space looks incredible. Um, it is made by a different studio this time. Uh, let's see if I can see it real quick because it's not in my notes. But uh, Motive Studios. Motive Studios is who's making it this this time around because uh, the original studio is no longer part of the EA umbrella, if I'm remembering correctly. Because uh, they're the ones that made the Callisto Protocol. But I again, I'm, I think I'm confusing my pieces. Either way, super excited about it. I'm looking forward to the gruesomeness and the and the quality scares. Sadly, no, no music that you're looking forward to. That's unfortunate, sir. Uh, next on the list, Jedi, uh, or I'm sorry, Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming out March 17th. The uh, the game that this is the sequel to was a whole lot of fun. I really dig Cameron Monaghan. I really dig this little side story. It's one of the little gems of more recent Star Wars that's worth hanging on to. So hopefully the continuation of said story is going to also be great. March 17th, again, is when that one comes out. Don't have have a whole lot more to say there because uh, we're moving over to Resident Evil 4. The Resident Evil 4 remake is also coming out in March, March 24th. Again, this game had four college-age men <laughs> screaming. Like when you get to that church and the dogs, it's the first time you meet those dogs that have the tentacles that pop. Oh my God. We seriously came up off of the couch, all four of us. It was ridiculous. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake, March 24th. Uh, so far, the remakes for Resident Evil have not really been bad. I don't think any one of them so far has been bad. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, let's pull up. 
Justice League Kill Uh, uh, Not Justice League Suicide Squad Good lord Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League Kill the Justice League So this game Got pushed back last year Um, Now is coming out in May well, it was May 26th, yes. May 26th. Uh, we have... This is where uh, the Gotham Knights game launched and was supposed to be the successor to the Arkham series. Even though it's made by WB Montreal and not made by Rocksteady, they were building it as such. And that game really fell flat in a lot of ways. This game is made by Rocksteady. So this is more like more the proper successor to the Arkham games. Uh, yeah, I, uh, this is, I don't know. I don't even know where to start with this game. It's going to be very interesting uh, to say the least because there's so much weight that this game has to carry because the Arkham series was so well received and, uh, it's also the final return of Kevin. Con- well, I don't know if it's the final final, as far as like releases go, I think there might be something else in the can like movies wise with his voice in it, but very probably this is the final video game uh, that Kevin Conroy will be voicing Batman for. So again, lots of weight on this game's shoulders. So hopefully it does well. I'm very excited to see what's happening. Let's move next to... Uh, oh, wow, we're already there. Street Fighter Six, June 2nd. Oh, my gosh. Everything that keeps coming out about this honestly has me a little bit more hype for Mortal Kombat, but we're going to get to that, uh, than previously. But... Street Fighter, I can spell. Street Fighter Six, maybe. All right, so Street Fighter Six. Uh, <laughs> modern control. So they're going to be updating the control scheme apparently for six. Just the the new art style. I'm totally digging the creative fighter thing. While I don't think it's going to be super comfortable, I think there's going to be a lot of bugs with the creative fighter. Opens up the uh, the possibility of interesting. Uh, 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 machinima going forward because I mean that's that you're gonna see a lot of people mod the PC version and whatnot. It's gonna be very interesting, and I just I I, I really dig. I really like doing creative fighter stuff anyway, just because it's funny to see all the crazy stuff you can make. Uh, that was really the only thing about Mortal Kombat Armageddon that I really liked. The story was okay, but uh, as far as like gameplay goes, Creative Fighter was where it was at. So yeah, super excited for Street Fighter just because every new iteration is really fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm not as big a Street Fighter player these days as I once was, but I do like to watch the like the tournaments and stuff and and see what happens there. Uh, the other thing, and this one almost, because they keep screwing around with it, should probably go in left field. But we're talking about Starlight. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, Starfield, not Starlight. Starlight's something else. <laughs> Starfield, the first Xbox exclusive uh, Bethesda game coming directly to 
uh, uh, current gen now. I, I keep wanting to say next gen, but current gen console. Uh, so Xbox Series uh, consoles and just very. Ex- it looks like a weird amalgamation of their previous. Uh, properties of of the Elder Scrolls and Fallout because it's looks like it's like fantasy esque in an Elder Scrollsy kind of size and storytelling mode, but then it's also science fiction, which gives the hint of Fallout. But it's in space, so less Fallout, maybe a little bit more. Uh... Oh, and now I'm gonna brain fart the name of that game too. So whatever. <laughs> But yeah, super excited about Starfield. Uh, I just, I really, I when Bethesda's on it, they're on it, and it's good stuff. When Bethesda misses, they miss hard. So that being said, I think there is a strong possibility that this is going to either be a dumpster fire or uh, uh, the next, in, in the next Morrowind, the next game that everybody plays for uh, the, the 20 years to come. So yeah, very interested. Let's move on. Uh, there is one, I didn't put it on here, but it should be on here. And that is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think that's what it was. I, again, it's I've somehow left it out of my notes, so I don't remember Legend. Let's look at Legend of Zelda. Ah, spell. Come on, hand. There we go. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I was right. Uh, So this one is launching in May as well. We have May 12th of 2023. This one is another one that has a whole lot of hype built behind it because this is the Twilight Princess, uh, 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 or Breath of the Wild, rather, uh, version two. (laughs) This is the continuation of that story. It's going to be awesome. Uh, or it's going to really piss off the fandom and then Nintendo's going to have a real big mess on their hands. And they kind of already have a PR nightmare going on. So, yeah, very interested to see what's going on there. Uh, and then our final piece in gaming and tech is, of course, Mortal Kombat 12. So I really want to, I don't know if I'm going to get around to it, but I really want to make a whole video about what I know is going to be happening for Mortal Kombat 12. I will put it into a piece over on Kamidogu, so if you're interested, I will uh, let you know when that goes up. But uh, Mortal Kombat 12 is very like is like 90%, 98% likely the game that uh, NetherRealm is going to be... Oh, did I just screw that up? Oh, no. Oh, and I haven't even done the... Oh, see, I'm slacking, man. Slacking. I should be here. <laughs> In the wrong window. Anyway, uh, Mortal Kombat 12. So we, with the Discovery, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger and all of the nonsense that's going on there, it it stands to reason that because of the uncertainty of licensing and such going forward and also with James Gunn being the be-all end-all of DC uh, outside of the comic books then it kind of stands to reason that there's not a whole lot of confidence going forward for NetherRealm Studios to make an Injustice game which would be under other circumstances excuse me under other circumstances would be the next game they're making Since that's the case, though, their only other major IP is Mortal Kombat. Uh, They're not announcing a new 
IP this year. The, that has been a big rumor amongst the community, and that's super not likely, especially if you've been following the uh, Ed Boon AMAs that have been going on on Twitter. It just doesn't... None of the logic tracks in order for that to be a thing. So Mortal Kombat 12 very likely is going to be announced uh, sometime soon. I, everyone's saying sometime in February because of the way uh, the last AMA went. He seemed to really be emphasizing the numbers 2 and 3, which, again, uh, assuming I get around to making the video, I'll go into greater detail of why that is. But really, it just breaks down to... 2023 is when the announcement's going to come. So that's what we got. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, there's there, there's no other game that I will be more... Like, I'm going to buy a, a whole console, uh, assuming that Mortal Kombat 12 is only on current gen and they don't release it on the uh, Xbox One, but uh, I'm going to be buying a console for that game, so that's how much I'm super hype for <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat 12. So that is what we've got for gaming for the uh, the my portion of it, so I'm going to, again, uh, mention this into chat. What are we looking forward to, chat, for 2023 as far as gaming and tech news goes? All right. So, on to the shortest bit for this, and that is comic books and literature. So, comic books and literature. We actually have a piece that's going to be out in left field for this one because uh, we'll get to that. But as far as, like, things that I'm super stoked on coming into 2023, there's not a whole lot, man. Um, We have Lazarus Planet, which is the... uh, the next big Marvel event coming from Mark Wade, coming out of the all of the Krakoa craziness that's going on right now. Um, Fall of X will be coming. Uh, let's look that one up because I think there is now a release date for it. There wasn't when I took the notes, but there should be now. Um, where am I going? Comicbook.com, I bet. Search button. Uh, did I fix... I'm, I'm totally slacking. Ah, whatever. It's not on the screen right now. So, searching for... What the hell are we talking about? Sorry. ADD moment. Uh, the thing with the stuff. Oh, Fall of X. That's right. Duh, duh, duh. Fall of X. <clears throat> See if there's a release date for it now. I'm pretty sure there was. New Marvel timeline reveals Summer of Symbiotes. Um, da, 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 mapped out, blah, 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 summer of 2023. So, summer of symbiotes, sins of sinister, started in December. Uh, Cold War is going, is going to be starting soon. Then, summer of symbiotes, and where's Fall of X? What the hell? Come on, meow. Love this. There we go. Through to Fall of X. Uh, so th- at the end of summer, it looks like no specific date was given just yet. 
but we will be seeing Fall of X at the end of summer. And then the other uh, book that I was looking forward to was Sinister, which we just talked about. So there we go. That's all we got for comics. Oh, and I didn't even take the notes on that one because I'm a dummy. Four, we'll call that 45. All right. <clears throat> So, that being said, the next one is the first one that most people are looking forward to. Ooh. What were we, uh, sorry, I totally just missed out on that. Mortal Kombat 12 for sure. I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> uh, so, in movie news... Oh, no. Movies is last. Uh, episodic is next. So TVs and streamings and such. Uh, we have a giant list. A lot of this is returning stuff. So the returning series we'll, we'll touch on. We probably won't spend a whole lot of time on. But we'll talk about a fair amount of this. Uh, first up on the list, I'll pull up the um, window again. Oops. We can stay at Comic Book because they'll have stuff here for it. So first on the list is Fall of the House of Usher, the final uh, Netflix series from Mike Flanagan. Uh, this is going to mark the the end of his contract. Sorry, uh, notes again. This is going to mark the end of... Uh, Flanagan's contract with Netflix, and then he's going to be switching over to uh, Amazon. That is going to mean that he's going to be giving us the uh, the 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 Dark Tower series over on Amazon. House of Usher. That was a news piece that has that that. It was like two or three weeks ago that that happened. And again, we're in the off season, so we didn't really catch it because it was an off week for us for the off season even. But um, I don't want an ad. Don't show me the ads. Hype's final Netflix series. Yeah, there we go. As a grand curtain call. Ooh, Mike Flanagan uh, is going to Amazon Studios. And uh, so the weird thing about Flanagan switching over to Amazon Studios is Amazon is not the ones that own the rights. I've, if, if I'm remembering this correctly, somehow, strangely, Flanagan is the one that has the streaming rights to uh, the, the Dark Tower series from Stephen King. So... He, I don't, I don't know how that's working out. Why he had to go to Amazon? Maybe Amazon just wrote him a better check because uh, his contract with Netflix was up, and he's shown his ability to tell a really damn good story uh, over on Netflix. And so Amazon just said, "All right, let's do this." Um, but either way, this is going to be the final, and this is uh, not a proper haunting of series so we probably aren't going to see all of those actors return for uh house of usher though we have talked about casting and stuff for it before i'm just not uh readily recalling it um so yeah follow the house of usher super stoked about it i love flanagan's series work kind of hit and miss on his movies but i love his series work so i'm very excited to see what's going on there our next one 
for this is another one that honestly this one could have gone into the left field stuff because this very probably I am highly anticipating this getting pushed back potentially to 2024 and that is Fallout also over on the Amazon Prime so Fallout on Amazon Prime is going to be helmed by none other than Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's little brother, and his wife, Lisa Joy. You will know their names because they also did Westworld, which was uh, canceled this year. <clears throat> um, so Westworld will not get to finish its story. Hopefully they have better, uh, they have a better delivery, I don't know, over on Amazon because... Westworld was great. Those first two seasons were fantastic. And then it really fell apart. Kind of hard, honestly. Like, uh, I, 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 a big fan of finishing a thing that I start. So when they were releasing new series, I was still excited to see what was going on. But if you look back at it objectively, yeah, it, it was those last two seasons were not uh, as good as they wanted them to be. So Fallout uh, TV series, that's casting stuff. We've talked about casting stuff. But yeah, Jonathan Nolan, Lisa Joy, very interested. We do know this is another piece that's broke since we've been in the offseason and I have not had an opportunity to bring up in stream. But we do know that the story for the Fallout series on Amazon is not going to be a rehashing of any of the games it is going to be its own story so probably taking place in a city that we have not yet covered in the canon of the games uh, but it is going to be in the same world of the game. So there is a potential that we can get some fan service and see some of those characters uh, return from uh, Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. Most likely, I doubt we'll see anything from uh, 1 or 2. Very, There's still a possibility probably that we'll see something from Vegas, some sort of callback to Vegas. But I would be very, very, very shocked if we saw any sort of callback to uh, Fallout 1 and 2 in the movie. Though it's possible. I mean, Jonathan Nolan is, again, Christopher Nolan's little brother. So he knows how to do some fan service. Um, yeah, that's what we got on that one. The next on the list, we have Star Wars Ahsoka. This is the only Star Wars thing I think I have on the list which is saying something i guess kind of sort of rebel moon is on the list and that's kind of sort of star wars but we'll get to that in a minute but yeah i think this is the only proper star wars thing i have on oh no i take it back mandalorian i'm stupid <laughs> but uh uh i don't know just we we know favreau and filoni are capable of doing amazing things this is going to be another favreau and filoni series so yeah let's let's just let i'm let's go let's do this i'm i'm totally here for it and we're moving on to our next piece which is uh dune sisterhood dune sisterhood we're gonna put that one on the search dune sisterhood is going to be a prequel to the current dune movies i am a big dune fan i have read all seven of the original books I have started the prequel books. They're just not quite as easy reading as the original, I would say. Um, doing prequel series, starting production. This was in October, so they're into production by now. Uh, we are very... I, I, let's, is there a November? I think that's the most recent one. November 22nd... 
Yeah, so let's see if they say anything about the release date. Because I didn't have a release date in my notes. Do, 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 do. What is it about? Uh, it's about the creating of the... Uh, uh, the what's the word? I'm brain farting! Ah, Bene Gesserit! There we go. So yeah, no release date for this one yet. Though it is supposed to be coming out this year. Probably sometime around when the movie comes out. But we're, again, we're going to get to that. Alright, so... Our next one after Dune Sisterhood is Godzilla and the Titans. This is coming to Apple TV+. Plus. This is more... I'm not necessarily as, like, gung-ho about this series, though potentially there is going to be some awesomeness here because Apple TV+, Plus has been putting out some jams, I tell you what. They're, they're really rocking it right now. Um, foundation, so on and so forth. Uh, but the 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 reason I'm, I have this on the anticipated list is because I just want to see what they're going to do. Because it was supposed to be Monarch. It wasn't supposed to be called Godzilla and the Titans. It was supposed to be called Monarch originally. Now they've changed it to Godzilla and the Titans. So it, are they going to work out a deal with Legend? Have they worked out a deal with Legendary Pictures? Who knows? Uh, but they have the rights to do a series, a serialized version of with these characters. And it originally was not supposed to tie in to the Legendary Pictures version, but maybe it will now because, I don't know, I just, the, the possibilities are really incredible. No release date on that one yet. Uh, there is a release date on the next one, though, and I don't have it in the notes, and I don't know why. So, uh, we have Twisted Metal is the next piece for TV streaming. The Twisted Metal series coming to Showtime. Pull it up on the search. Twisted Metallics. Oops. <laughs> I'm screwing myself up. Twisted Metal, uh, starring Anthony Mackie, coming to the Showtime. Uh, trying to capture... Oh, oh, that's right. It's switched. It's not Showtime anymore. It's Peacock. I'm sorry. Um, it's going to be on Peacock again, starring Anthony Mackie. Uh, is there... I thought they announced the release date for this. Iconic character Sweet Tooth will be trade by Joe Samoa Joe Sianoa uh, with Will Arnett providing the character's voice. Weird. Nev Campbell also appear in the series. I guess I haven't looked at this one for a minute because I don't remember those casting announcements, but let's see if there's something a little more... I mean, November 30th, that was pretty recent. Yeah, nothing more reason than that. So no, I guess I guess I was mistaken. No uh, release date announced just yet for Twisted Metal, but it is supposed to be coming out this year. I think there was a time frame of of uh, fall given when we last uh, were doing active research on this. So don't call me on that, but I feel like that sounds right. Mayfair Witches is our next piece. Mayfair Witches is coming out uh, next week, I think. Again, I don't know why I didn't put any of the, uh, the release dates for the TV series in my notes. I put release dates for all, pretty much everything else in here, but no TV stuff. Uh, January 3rd. May for Witches delivers... 
Oh, the first episode has already aired, apparently, because this is a review of it. <laughs> Best adaptation of Rice's work yet. So this is the thing about Mayfair, which is I honestly have not read. Like, I started the first Mayfair book, but I did not finish it, nor have I read any other witches books from Anne Rice. So I'm not as familiar with the source material. So they can kind of do whatever they want, and I'll still probably dig it as long as it fits in well. Oh, no. Oh, breaking news. Oh, Lord. All right, we're going to go look this up. Uh, I am being told that Jeff Beck has passed away. Jeff Beck, guitar player extraordinaire. Let's go to... Ah, hell, let's just search Jeff Beck. Guitar player for the Yardbirds. Where? Let come on now. Give me, give me, give me. Um, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. We'll go to Variety. That works. Jeff Beck dies at seventy-eight. Oh boy. Among the most innovative and certainly the most un. Uh, predictable of 60s guitar heroes died Tuesday. He was 78. Oh man. He completed his tour with Johnny Depp. Uh, they did the 18 record, received uh, seven Grammy nominations over the years, uh, an eighth in 2009 with uh, for Herbie Hancock. Just that's incredible. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, I mean, 78's kind of old, but not that old. Shoot. Jeff Beck, you will be missed. That sucks. Okay, so, yeah, a little music news in the middle of our uh, episodic content. But yeah, Mayfair Witches, that's where we left off. Sorry, got sidetracked. Breaking news. Our next one, our next two, actually, are a little less nerdy than the rest. So, uh, bringing up the first, we have that 90s show. Let's go back. Screw it. So, this is the uh, sequel series to that 70s show. Um, here we go. So that that 90s show is going it I believe they have everyone coming back for at least a cameo from the original uh, original um, cast except for uh, what's his name I can't think of dude's name because he's getting he's you know he's in court right now for being a horrible person but and there's actual evidence of it so it's not just a me too moment or uh, 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 Whatever he's not just getting canceled like there's legitimate complaints against him. Anyway, so we have January nineteenth. So that's a that's also next week. We'll be launching on Netflix, which is super interesting because Netflix doesn't have the best track record with reviving series or creating their own version of of beloved series. Uh, yeah, I'm super super interested to see. So it, it revolves around Kitty and Red and their granddaughter. 
Leah, who I believe is this girl here, who is the daughter of uh, Eric and Donna from the original series. And then some of these kids are also the kid, the children of other characters from the original series. Like, I think that's a Kelso right there. Um, but I don't think the rest of these kids are. Either way, it looks like Wilmer Valderrama is going to have something of a recurring uh, cameo situation, and then everybody else is going to be making just little cameos here and there, which is pretty cool. Not going to lie, I kind of dig it. I'm very interested to see what's going on with this, just because like, I heard about it a little while ago, and we, put, we talked about it on the show, and then it died for a minute. Nothing was coming out about it, and now it's finally launching. So, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, our next one, uh, again, not super nerdy, but super super relevant to me man and that is night court let's see if comicbook.com has anything about night court night court is getting uh revival uh john larroquette who was in the original series so the reason i love this series Um, but yeah, they, they haven't really talked about it since 2021 and it's finally happening. Uh, I think the, actually the first episode aired already, but yeah, John Larroquette was in the original series. I, I love the original series because it was, there was one of the few memories I have is from when I was a little, little kid, when it was on the air actively is uh, watching that show with my dad in uh, the, the the second airing usually played really late at night. Uh, so yeah, we watched a lot of Night Court, me and, me and my dad. And so like anytime it's on, like it's on some of the free streamers and so I'll watch it there. But really that's the only place to watch it. I think it's it was on Pluto for a second, uh, but it's also, it gets broadcast over Bunny Ears on one of the digital stations if you're looking for it you, it's only in the middle of the day so on my days off are the only days i could potentially catch it and yeah but uh john larroquette again who was in the original series is coming back he's the only one returning because honestly i'm oh, no not the only one we have uh Roz is coming back too, the security guard and i think bull is set to make a cameo the other security guard but i don't think he's going to be in a regular situation larroquette i think is the only one that's going to be no, uh, a regular for the for the new series uh melissa roush who you will remember from the big bang theory she was wallowitz wife uh she is going to be the daughter of harry the judge from the original series and she's going to be the judge in this series so i'm super stoked about it i really i really really dig it it is on regular broadcast television so i'm gonna have to wait until it re-airs on peacock because my bunny ears work like crap right now but that's where we're at uh with that one our one last new series that's coming out in 23 is gen v this is the boys spinoff series uh i really love the boys this is going to be more of the same hopefully they can keep uh bottling that the that that magic that they have and just keep good storytelling going with this though i don't know a whole lot about the story that they're telling because i haven't read that comic book so that's all we got on that so let's get into all of the new seasons that we're excited about uh, actually before we do that i'm gonna throw over to chat one more time uh what what new shows not returning seasons but what new shows do you have on your most anticipated list for 2023 let's talk about that for a moment
Sorry, still trying to get my dinner in. <laughs> um, so yeah. Starting with um, Good Transition Point. Gen V was the last new series, right? So it only makes sense. <clears throat> oh, I got a pepper in my mouth. Oh, buddy. Only makes sense that the first thing we talk about for returning series is The Boys, season four. Uh, let's see if we can find a release date for that bad boy. Come on, comicbook.com. What do you got for me? All right, so The Boys, season four. Still no, still no release date proper for when it'll come out, it looks like. This is January. Yeah, this is this is just a couple of days ago, and no release date set just yet. But it will be coming out this year, and it will be with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So super stoked to see that kind of sort of reunion with him and uh, and uh, Jensen Ackles. That'll be pretty awesome. But that's that. I mean, <clears throat> that one speaks for itself. We don't have to go into any more detail on that one. So our next uh, returning series, I uh, already mentioned this one once, but Mandalorian season three speaks for itself. We don't got to go there. Witcher, big controversy here. Witcher season three. This is going to be Henry Cavill's final run as uh, Geralt. Oops, I'm spelling Witcher wrong. D to D. So Henry Cavill's final run as Geralt. And uh, it's supposed to be a big superhero send-off for Henry Cavill. And we will see. Uh, there is there is very little that they can do, I think, to, to salvage what the community thinks of this series. So that's why this is most anticipated. Not because necessarily I'm super excited to watch it. Though I am making my way through season two right now. Very slowly, but making it through. Uh... I'm, I'm just not I don't know I, I don't have high hopes for the final season uh, because no more Henry Cavill after this so who we, we shall see ah stupid bots I hate you bots you go away you go away and you die uh, hide user from channel you go away okie dokie Okay, so, sorry, de- derailed. Next is uh, another one that's not super nerdy, but very quality. It's nerdy if you like really good writing. If you get nerdy about really good writing in your visual uh, mediums, then Succession is one of those shows that just delivers every episode. Uh, making my way through it right now, I think we're still in season two, but that's the interesting thing is not only can you kind of pick up an episode here and there, you do still have to watch them sequentially, but uh, they do such a good job of keeping you informed of what's going on in all of the plots and subplots um, that you, if you don't watch them all back to back to back to back, you can remember because they tell the story so well, you can remember what happened in the last episode. They do give you the reminders like everyone else, but it's kind of unnecessary because it's just that well written. And each episode 
feels like it's giving you a lot more than is actually there because they're only like hour long episodes roughly and it kind of feels like each episode is like two hours long not in any sort of bad way it's just all of the all of the stuff that happens and all of the information you get from each episode is so packed that it feels like there's more to it than there actually is so that's why i'm super stoked about succession i believe this is going to be the final season i think they they finally uh it's been i think two or three years since they did the last season um But they didn't get to finish the story, so the HBO brought them back for one final season. If I, and again, I could be making this up in my mind. I don't remember, uh, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's what I read. Is that this is the final season that gets to finish the story, and I'm very excited to see what happens. Uh, next one, super super nerdy, Invincible season two. If you have not watched season one on Amazon Prime. Uh, probably the best animated superhero show that wasn't intended for children originally around. Like, this is quality. It's so, so good. You really, really need to watch it because by the time season two hits, which I need, we need to look up a release date for this because season two, uh, I'm sure they've announced it by now, but I just can't recall it, so... Invincible Uh, January 1st Season Big Season News Ah, the end of the month Sweet! January 31st is when Season 2 drops on Amazon Prime Very excited about that This is just It's quality So Jupiter's, uh, what was that? The one on, on Netflix with, um, Josh Dumel. Jupiter Ascending, I think. Yeah, Jupiter Ascending, uh, isn't coming back ever. So this is a similar way or similar kind of story that grounds these superheroes while, while also making them a little bit more fantastic at the same time i don't know it's 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 hard to put into words why i love it so much but it's it's so damn good very excited to see what happens in season two uh probably will keep me up at night when it launches i'll probably end up watching all eight or ten episodes at once not gonna lie (laughs) so uh getting close to the end of the episodic stuff we have next is foundation season two honestly still haven't finished season one but uh there's no reason to not be excited about season two isaac asimov's uh probably most uh one of the most (laughs) popular uh, book series asimov wrote he wrote a lot Uh, one of the most popular book series that asimov wrote finally got its time to shine on tv a little bit of a little bit of changes that that, uh, kind of didn't need to happen and kind of don't necessarily add anything to the story but they also don't really detract so whatever um i gotta finish season one before season two gets here i don't think there's a release date for season two yet though it has been announced so we'll double check that but yeah uh if you have not read the any of the books the first book is super short so uh yeah if if you're curious 
that's a great place to start, though it's also not super indicative of the rest of the series because it was written as a, uh, it was, it's kind of a vin, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a vignette kind of, because he wrote it in small chunks that were getting published in uh, science fiction magazines at the time, and then he collected those small chunks and published it as a book. So it, there's a, definitely a little bit of a disjointed feel to the first book, but again, it's super short. You can read it in like two or three days. Uh, the rest of the series, eh, it's a little bit, a little bit longer each book. Um, but yeah, so Foundation season two trailer, which means there's probably a release date attached to this. Premieres on Apple TV Plus this summer. No proper release date just yet, but summer, so we have a window at the moment. Lee Pace is really great in in the first season. I'm super stoked. Moving on. Our next one. Uh, We're looking at another controversial one. It's Interview with a Vampire. Uh, Interview with the Vampire Season 1 really lost me for a couple of the episodes. Uh, I am a bit of a fan of the original work. I do still love this new Louie. I think that this is a stronger character than what Anne Rice wrote in her first book. The ending of the first season definitely doesn't set up the uh, the next season like the first book. I mean, I guess technically the first book didn't really set up the second book because then we change perspectives entirely and it's told from Lestat's point of view. So, yeah, very interested. Uh, this one is a mix, a mismatch of... I'm interested because I love the source material, but also... I want to see where the train wreck goes because that's kind of how season one ended was a little bit of a train wreck. Not going to lie. And then our final, final one for episodic content is season five of the marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh my gosh. If you are a fan of comedy, if you are a fan of cinematography, if you are a fan of writing this show, I don't care if it's written and directed and produced by the, the lady who, did uh gilmore girls it is top tier television this is some of the best episodic content around you owe it to yourself to watch this show season five is going to be the final season for the series uh so that means the story that they've been teasing the conclusions they've been teasing for some time will all hopefully get wrapped up in this final se- uh, season I uh, as other than that I, I don't know if I can sing its praises high enough or tell you how excited I am that this is happening but there we are uh, that is the end of the episode of content which means uh, th- their chat what are we looking forward to as far as TV shows for 2023 any TV shows uh, returning or new or otherwise what do you got for me Mr. Christopher do you, uh, are you looking forward to anything in particular in the year upcoming <clears throat> So that brings us to, and movies is not as as uh, long, but it brings us to movies. One nineteen. Oops, wrong window. Ha! Ah! So movies. 
I have release dates for almost all of these. Some of them have not been, um, ouch, got a cramp in my leg. Some of them have not been officially announced, but uh, most of them have. So, and honestly, probably going to surprise you uh, how few superhero movies are in here. There are some, but uh, yeah, not super looking forward to many of the Marvel projects this year. Just, just not the way it's working out for me. Some of them will be great, I'm sure, but yeah, not so much uh, on the whole. So let's just start at the start and then take it away. My name is Simpson Bartholomew J. I do that way too much on the show. Infinity Pool starts us off January 27th. Uh, this comes from David Cronenberg's son. Uh, so the king of body horror, David Cronenberg, his son, Brandon Cronenberg, is uh, his. I think this is his first movie, and he's got Alexander Skarsgård starring in it. It looks pretty weird in a lot of the same ways. Let's uh, let's go to variety for for this section. Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks weird in m- many of the same ways that his dad uh, is weird. So I'm super stoked about that. But also looks slightly. Your search function is not working there, variety. Let's go to deadline. Let's see what deadline has to say. There we go. Uh, search function. There we go. So what do we what do we say? Infinity pool. <clears throat> Infinity pool. John Malkovich, where uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Why are your stuff? Why is your stuff so off? There we go. Out of order. What the heck, man? Malkovich, Alexander Skarsgård, Mia Goth, Cleopatra Coleman, and Todd Fields. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about this because I'm curious to see what uh, uh, Cronenberg's son brings to the table because Cronenberg is such a unique talent that this is uh, this is just going to be worth the watch just because. Uh, next on the list, <clears throat> probably <laughs> this one's mostly because of the shock factor, and that's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, January 27th is Infinity Pool. I don't know if I said that. Uh, Winnie the Pool, Blood and Honey, single day release, February 15th. Uh, that is going to be the day that you can go watch Winnie the Pooh and Piglet murder some fools. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting. Um, I, this is again, this is strictly shock factor. There is absolutely no reason to be excited about this, other than it's gonna be a hot mess. So yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Where are we going? There we go, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> See if there's a. Uh, oh, I have a release date. What am I doing? Release date for this is February 15th. Uh, then we come to our first... Oh, I'm in the wrong stuff. Winnie the Pooh. I said Winnie the Pooh. Fine. Enter. Winnie 
Really? Is there really nothing about... <laughs> Deadline didn't cover Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, at least not in their search. I couldn't find it. All right. So next, we're coming to our first superhero piece, and that is Shazam. This one will be here. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Good lord, why do people suck so bad at writing code? I don't get it. <laughs> Shazam. So, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, comes out, uh, what is it, March 17th. Uh, this is the this is the only thing I'm really looking forward to for DC movies, aside from uh, the Batman sequel. And that's not technically canon anymore, or never was technically canon. Um, and we're, we're going to talk about the Joker, um, but Batman sequel is not coming out this year, so we're not going to talk about that. But uh, yeah, definitely Shazam! Fury of the Gods. It was a lot. The first one was a lot of fun. It had its flaws, like most comic book movies do. But there's no reason to not be excited about the next one because the first one was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Uh, th- that brings us to the news piece of whether or not we're actually going to see Zachary Levi return for a third movie or cameo or what have you, um, which also opens up the field for the conversation about James Gunn. There has been a lot of talk about what James Gunn is going to be doing with uh, the DCU as he takes over. And James Gunn is gonna do whatever James Gunn wants to do that's kind of the first thing we have to accept is that there's nothing we can do to change his mind he's just gonna do the thing and we have to accept it so there's that but uh, I am okay with that Uh, the 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 series the the properties rather that he's going to keep in place are likely as follows uh, I'm, I, Shazam is probably the least likely of them, but though I do still think there is more likelihood it will stay than go, because it's relatively self-contained. Uh, there's a Superman cameo, but you don't see Henry Cavill's face, so that could be anybody. Uh, Peacemaker, we already know, is staying. John Cena and James Gunn, I think, both have uh, confirmed that Peacemaker will be staying. Um, and then Suicide Squad will remain canon. I don't think that there's going to be anything from Suicide Squad aside from John Cena and, uh, oh, I just had her name in my head. Um, oh, I'm going to look it up because I'm a dummy. Let's check chat while I'm looking. Uh, nothing yet. Yeah, I think Chris might have fallen asleep, guys. <laughs> um, oops, did I minimize it? I shouldn't have minimized it. Don't minimize. Oh, no, I didn't minimize. What's what's the story here? Shazam. Viola Davis. There we go. See, all I had to do was distract my brain, and then I thought of it. So, uh, yeah, Viola Davis. Oh, I'm breaking stuff. And, and Zachary Levi, possibly, and John Cena are really going to be the only things that stick around. I think that... Uh, I, I think that that honestly is kind of a better, I don't know if it's better, but it's an acceptable way to do the reboot. Um, 
would it be cleaner? Would it be easier potentially if he just started everything fresh? Yeah, I can see that. But these properties are relatively self-contained. I understand that the, at the end of Peacemaker, we see uh, the Justice League kind of come on screen. We see uh, specifically, we see Jason Momoa's face, Gal Gadot's face, and uh, potentially Ezra Miller's face. We don't see Batman at all, I, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. And Superman remains in the shadows. I could maybe have those two flipped, but I think that's the way it went. Um, so yeah, there is a little bit of stickiness there at the very end, but by and large, it's self-contained. It doesn't require the rest of the DC extended universe or whatever the hell you want to call it up to this point. Now that they've changed the name to the DCU, it doesn't require any of that to work. So that I think is why it's, it's acceptable for him to keep it that way. Uh, likewise, the suicide squad, really the only person that matters in that is Viola Davis. Uh, Margot Robbie very likely will not be returning. Very, very likely will not be returning as uh, Harley Quinn. So we don't have anything to worry about there. And, and we already know the Batman debacle. We already know the Superman debacle. Uh, kind of is what it is at this point. Nothing we can do to change it. So, yeah, I think because they are mostly self-contained, it is a little bit sticky with Suicide Squad. It is a little bit sticky with Peacemaker. But because they're mostly self-contained, there's nothing to worry about with these. And then as Blue Beetle comes out, I think we're going to keep uh, that, the, uh, what's his name, Zolo, who, who plays Jaime in Blue Beetle. I think that's going to remain because that also very probably is going to be self-contained because it's our first experience with this superhero i think it's very easy for gun to incorporate these elements into his dcu going forward is it again the most clean option no probably not but it's acceptable because it's self-contained um i think that's probably uh part of the reason why some of the other things are not moving forward is because they're too reliant on the rest of the uh characters that are getting canned effectively so yeah that's that's kind of my take on that whole situation i know everybody's thinking that oh it's 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 really bad form for james gunn to play favorites with his projects i mean he's the guy that's that's writing the checks right now so he can do what he wants right uh all right so that's that what is our next bit? Next bit is Super Mario. Uh, I've already kind of went on ad nauseum about the Super Mario situation. Uh, I'm excited about it because it is Super Mario, and and honestly, because the last time we saw a Super Mario movie, it was so god awful. This one can only be better. Um, but also, Illumination Studios does really good work, and because of that, because Illumination Studios is quality filmmaking is in the uh, animated realm and it's Super Mario, and you have, uh, regrettably, as much as I don't want to admit it, all of these name, big-name people doing voices for these characters, that's going to be a huge draw. I think Super Mario could be the highest, very likely will be the highest-grossing video game adaptation ever. I'm, I'm putting that one out right now into the world. I think that Super Mario Brothers, very likely the animated movie from Illumination Studios, is going to cross a billion dollars, potentially even uh, close to or more than two billion dollars because it is such a globally known and loved property. And they are going to be able to release it in China. So that's going to be huge for them as well. So yes, globally, I think this is going to be the biggest video game movie 
ever. Quote me on that. Uh, next is Renfield. I just love Nicolas Cage and Nicholas Holt, actually. The the new trailer, the job for this is the thing, the impetus for me to put Renfield on this list. Um, because yeah, uh, it, I was kind of lukewarm on the idea, but then they dropped the trailer and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm stoked on this. Uh, April, oh, sorry. April 7th is super Mario brothers. April 14th is Renfield. So there's that. Uh, and then we're moving into more horror territory. So Mr. Christopher, if you are still around, you're going to appreciate this one, but, uh, we have more horror territory and that is, I lost my window. Ah, uh, Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise is a new story in the Evil Dead universe. Uh, let's see if I can find some 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 artwork for it. But Evil Dead Rise is not going to be a reboot. I'm just gonna let's go to Google, shall we? Let's do the Google thing. Google Images, baby. We'll pull it up that way to make this stream visually interesting. So Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise. Um, dropped, just dropped that trailer, watched it for the first time, I think last night. Um, looks like it's going to be, oh, that's not a good picture. It looks like it is definitely going to be worth a watch. Um, I don't think that it's going to, I don't think it's going to be super original in a lot of ways. I don't think it's going to be anything that like really expands modern horror. I think it is going to be overly reliant on jump scares like most modern horror. But there is something to be said about movies that are in the middle of the pack or the top half of the middle of the pack that just do the thing well. Granted, they're doing the thing that everybody else does, but if they do it well, then that sets them apart. Uh, so you don't have to be the most original thing ever. There we go. That's a, that's a pretty cool one, actually. I really dig, dig that. You don't have to be the most original thing ever. You can just put out a really quality horror movie. And if you're putting out a quality horror movie, then people are going to watch it. Um, yeah, so I, I think that we're not breaking any new ground, but we don't have to. And that's where we're set on Evil Dead Rise. Next one, we're talking Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse 2. Or I guess the, the Spider-Man 2. Uh, so let's do... That's what we're looking up across the Spider-Verse right there. Across Spider-Verse 2. I, this is one of my favorite animated movies probably ever was the original one. I super, super dig the, the first Spider-Man movie. Um, I, oh, this is an old, this is not an actual poster. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse was the first one. Across the Spider-Verse is the second one. There we go. That's the official poster. Uh, yeah, I, I really just the, the originality of the art, the 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 ability of Sony to do the thing within the rigid restrictions of their contract with Marvel and still do something better than a lot of the Marvel stuff that we're getting. Yeah, I'm super stoked for the sequel to that movie. And we're going to get a lot more uh, fan service in this movie because we already know they already know that they're going to make a million dollars or a billion dollars off of it so why not just all of the things point in a great direction spider-man is definitely on the list so uh june 2nd is the release date on that one 
That moves us next to, and I know I said we we didn't have a whole lot of superhero stuff, so we've got a, a, a kind of a chunk right here of superhero stuff, and then we'll that's the the last of it, honestly, unless you want to count Ninja Turtles, but we'll get to that. Uh, so next, we're talking about Flash. This is not most anticipated because I think it's going to be good. This is most anticipated because I think it's going to be a train wreck, and I want to be here for that. Uh, yeah, just. Everything that's been going on with Ezra Miller, everything that's been going on with the DC, uh, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger and the creation of DC Studios and James Gunn taking over and how they're going to spin this movie into something that, according to rumors, is going to set up the DCU going forward. And now we're also hearing rumors that they're going to be uh, keeping Ezra Miller as the Flash potentially going forward, which is bizarre to me this is a man who has been arrested no no less than three times over the course of the last year and a half arrested breaking the law <laughs> and they're like nah, that's cool but uh i mean you know if, if you if you have the wrong set of beliefs then you're blacklisted from the industry but yeah, it just whatever, man. This is going to be such a dumpster fire. Like this is honestly the reason why I don't think we're going to get anything good from DC proper uh, for a couple of years until James Gunn really gets his feet underneath him. I think we're going to have a couple of really sti- really big stinkers, and this is going to be the king of all stinkers that's setting up the road for that. And I really want to see it. So yeah, that's what we got. Uh, Blue Beetle, uh, June 10th, rather, is The Flash. Next is Blue Beetle. Uh, like I said, I, I Blue Beetle is one of my favorites of the uh, younger characters. I don't want to say new character because Blue Beetle's technically been around for a long damn time since the pulps of the 50s. But this version of Blue Beetle, the Jaime uh, version of Blue Beetle, I really dig. I'm a big fan. I really like the stuff. Um, I don't think this one's going to be a dumpster fire really at all. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, liberties that they take for this movie, but I don't think it's going to be bad for that. Um, I do, but the the reason I don't I think this is going to be separate from the Flash is like we already talked about. It's going to be self-contained, so it's not going to have any effect around anything around it and everything around it's not going to affect it but also because this was this started before all of the craziness with the merger and everything else started going down so it's insular and insular in that respect too in that it's been going on in spite of the mergers and in spite of james gunn and in spite of dc studios and so on and so forth so uh I I think it's going to be a quality movie. I don't think it's going to be the best superhero movie ever. I think it's going to be a really cool introduction to a really cool character. And I want him to stick around for a long, long time going forward. Because, uh, again, Jaime uh, Reyes is a cool-ass character. Uh, August 18th is Blue Beetle. Next is Dune Part 2. Dune Part 2, November 3rd. Uh, I don't think I have to explain why this is on the list of most anticipated because Dune Part 2... Here, let's pull up the art, shall we? Uh, oh, we didn't pull up Blue Beetle. Oh, no, Blue Beetle art. Beetle. I can spell it. Blue Beetle movie. Huh. Right there. Oh, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Look at that suit. That looks so badass. Sorry, I'm a nerd out here for a second because I just I, like I've seen these pictures, but I have, we haven't looked at them on stream. We looked at this one, I guess, on stream. But uh, yeah, look, that just looks 
just like the comic and his Injustice iteration. That's him from Injustice. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm down for this. I'm super super down for this. Uh, Zolo, what's his name? Maradueña is. It, it, it looks like he's going to knock it out of the park. Like, to be 100% honest, I dig the kid in the um, Cobra Kai series. I, I just, I think he has the chops. I think he has the look. I think that this is going to be a really fun superhero movie. Not going to be great. Not going to be the the best, again, not the best superhero movie ever, but going to be a whole lot of fun. So, anyway, Dune Part 2. Ah, I closed the window. I didn't mean to. Dune Part 2. Dune Part 2 is set for November 3rd. Um, Vinny Dianov is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. We learned that in spades with the last movie and with... Uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the Alien movie that he did, but that was sick. And then he did the... Uh, Blade Blade Runner 2049 that movie was fantastic from a cinematography standpoint it was a little long it there you know had its issues but by and large Denny does amazing work and uh yeah I totally loved Dune Part 1 I'm super excited to see how he anticipate or how he adapts rather the second the half of that book roughly I think it's a little more than half where he cut off but yeah uh it's just kind of, and also, 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 Timothy Chalamet is a goddamn acting guy. This kid is holding session. Like, he is teaching you how to be an amazing actor. He has no right to be as good as he is being as young as he is. And we just get to reap the benefits from his incredible talent in these movies just because he is Paul freaking Atreides. There's no... I can't... I'm just going to keep gushing. we got to move on. (laughs) So, uh, November 3rd, also November 3rd, is Godzilla. I like the Godzilla movie. I know we talked about the um, series a moment ago, and uh, there was no... I, I, I didn't have as much love for the series potential as I do for the movies, generally speaking, but Godzilla... Uh, the movies are always fun, uh, as long as you can sit through the human bits to get to the monster bits. Uh, I, th- I think they're always worth a watch, and... Sometimes the human bits are not easily sat through, so uh, you kind of get mixed results there. But it's uh, the human bits are always garbage. It, I just want to see monsters destroy stuff, man. That's that's what I want to see. Uh, so yeah, that's there's no further explanation needed there. November third, Godzilla. Uh, next is the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. No official title for this movie just yet, but we do have a release date of December twentieth for this bad boy. Um, the, the again, just that was such a quality movie with the, the first one that there's no reason to not be anticipating the second one. Uh, no real news on that. Moving right along, we have Rebel Moon. No release date for this one just yet. Let's see if we can pull up some uh, production stuff. Rebel Moon is the Zack Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Um, good lord. Zack Snyder? Yeah, Zack Snyder. Okay, I was right. My brain works. Rebel Moon is the Zack Snyder 
almost Star Wars movie that we've been keeping tabs on. Uh, this is the movie that he would have done if they would have let him do a Star Wars movie. Uh, that's but he they didn't let him do a Star Wars movie, so he had to change some things to distance it from Star Wars. But I mean, Chwedi Chwedle Chwedle Ejiofor. I'm sorry, I never pronounce his name right, and I and I hate the fact that I don't know how it's pronounced. But either way, he's an amazing actor. He looks like a badass in this production still. Uh, I'm really interested to see Zack Snyder's take on Star Wars. Just because Zack Snyder is such an, a unique voice in film, um, well, I don't know if that's necessarily accurate either. Uh, 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 oh, I always call him the poor man. I can't. I, words and names and things are brain farting, and I apologize. We got to get to the end of this, though. So, yeah, Rebel Moon, Star Wars that's not Star Wars. I'm 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 down for it. I would imagine this is going to be a fall release. I don't think they're going to they're going to let him release it for the holiday season, the end of the year. But I also don't think they're going to use it uh, during their summer slate. I think they're going to use it to connect the two. So uh, I would say, knowing nothing about the release date for it, that it'll probably see a late summer to early fall release on Netflix. I don't think it's getting a theatrical release at all. It's just going straight to. Netflix. So um, next is another one that doesn't have a proper title, but it does have a release date, much like the Ghostbusters uh, Quiet Place spinoff movie. This one is not going to be helmed uh, by John Krasinski. It is going to be produced by him, but it is not going to be directed or written, I believe. He uh, he might be part of the writing staff, or he might just use his production or his producer uh, abilities to um, to influence the script and how it incorporates into the rest of the universe. Either way, I really dig the universe. There's definitely plot holes. Go watch the uh, pitch meeting for it and also the, the, uh, the honest trailer for it because they definitely point out the plot holes, but uh, it's still a whole hell of a lot of fun. One of the best monster uh, creature feature movies to come out in the last like 20 years or so. Hell of a lot of fun. Really excited to see what the next movie is. Uh, how, you know, it's not going to be a, a proper quiet place to deal with the family that we've come to know from the first two movies. Uh, it's just going to be in that world. So it'll be really interesting to see them expand that world. Uh, September 22nd is the release date for that one. And that brings us to a very interesting uh, situation here on this most anticipated for 2023, and that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, another animated movie for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's been since 2000, I want to say four. We'll look it up real quick. Uh, Since we got the last animated movie, Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem right there. There's pictures. This is apparently... That's not the art style. That's not accurate. That's not accurate. I think that might be accurate, kind of. That's definitely the art... The the, the poster for it. No way. I don't think that's right, either. Anyway, so Teenage Mutant Turtles... uh, Last time was the TMNT that came out after the abysmal third install installation of the uh, live action movie series and 
Uh, I'm very intrigued by this. I've, I've been a Turtles fan since I was a little, little kid. It came out uh, when I was in diapers, so I've kind of grown up with these guys. So it's very interesting to see all of the different iterations of it. This time, we have Seth Rogen throwing his hat in the ring. I think he's just producing, though. I don't think he's writing this or directing. I think it's just his production company, and then somebody else is on top of it. Uh, let's Before I just start talking out my butt, hey, let's go there. Imdb. So, director Jeff Rowe and Kyler Spears, right, written by Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Brennan O'Brien. So, I think they're giving Eastman and Laird credits because they created the characters, and Brennan O'Brien is the one who's bringing it to screen as far as the script goes. Uh, again, uh, Seth Rogen will be doing a voice and also producing. So let's go to cast and crew, see what IMDb has to say about us. So far, Evan Goldberg, Seth Rogen, and James Weaver, producers, art department. Give me, they only have the two casts? Okay. Seth Rogen isn't even, they don't even know who he's playing. They're just saying he's gonna be a character. So this, that, I don't think that's accurate. Pretty sure he's just doing the production on this. I don't think he's actually gonna be a voice, but somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, very interested to see what Rogan, how he's going to twist this, because he is becoming more political in his old age, wondering if he's going to piss off the community at all. <laughs> very likely. Um, but, I mean, I'm always down for a new take on an old property. Uh, next is Joker 2. We talked about this. I don't think there's release date for this. Let's go look. I don't think there's release date for this yet, but... <clears throat> Still no uh, confirmation as to whether or not this is going to be a proper musical. Uh, they do keep billing it as a musical in some of the headlines and, and in some of the news releases. And in other ones, they don't reference that at all, aside from the fact that um, uh, uh, Lady Gaga is going to be in it. So, yeah, I... I I won't be surprised if there is a musical number because Joker's crazy. It takes place in Arkham. That makes sense. But a whole musical movie? I don't know, man. That's why it's on the most anticipated because the first one was great. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix did amazing things with that character, it, that weird version of the character. But still, it was a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix is a hell of an actor. And it is not, this is the other thing that I think needs to be addressed again and again and again. The Joker movie exists in its own continuity. It is not the origin of the Joker that we have in the proper uh, DC universe. It is a version of a story that may have happened. As the Joker says, if I have to have a past, I would prefer it to be multiple choice. That is a hidden answer W on the multiple choice test. That is the Joker's past. So, yeah. Uh, but still, a fantastic movie. It's really cool to see a different artist take on uh, such a beloved property and when it's done well it doesn't have to be exactly like the comic books say it is it just has to be done well and that is very much evidenced by the first movie so that's what we have there our final one for mu uh, for the movies <clears throat> 
is Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson is reportedly, this is kind of a good transition to the left field section, but Wes Anderson is reportedly putting out a new movie this year. And speaking of musicals, it is supposed to be a musical. So I believe this is a first for Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson is another one of those very unique uh, voices in cinema these days, as I think has been done ad nauseum in the uh, YouTube sphere as far as video uh, essays go. Um, One of the most studied filmmakers in recent history because of his uniqueness and also one of the most celebrated, which is a little weird because of just how offbeat his stuff is. I dig it, though. Uh, Very excited to see what he can do with a musical. Um, So that is what we've got there. All right, chat, don't let me down. What are you guys looking forward to? I know there's some lurkers in here. Uh, What are you guys looking forward to for uh, 2023 as far as movie releases go? Let's talk about that while I transition into the final portion of this. Um, What am I looking at? All right, so the last bit of this is going to be the quickest because this is all stuff that I hope comes out this year. There's rumors that some of this stuff is going to be coming out this year, but it's not super likely that this stuff will be coming out this year. So first up in music, we have the potential for a new Limp Biscuit record. Um, I believe there was... Was it West Borland? Let's go look. I'm pretty sure West Borland uh, on his Instagram. Doodly doodly search. Wes Borland. Yeah, so here we go. So Wes Borland uh, posting a picture about recording and Fred Durst dropping uh, the first comment with some fire and lightning has the rumor mill going. And also, if you remember, Wes said that when they were demoing songs for the last Limp Biscuit record, they had 30 plus songs. And what came out was only 30 minutes of music. There's a lot more music that they have sitting around in the Limp Biscuit files that uh, very potentially could be released soon. So, yeah, uh, definitely a slim possibility because, honestly, the if I'm honest with myself, I think the most likely scenario is that Wes is going to be putting out some uh, big dumb face or, judging by the amount of keyboards in this picture, probably black light burns um, material. So that seems to make the most sense, though I am hopeful. Honestly, if it's black light burns, I'm super stoked about that, too, because I love that band as well. I think Wes Borland is a musical genius, not going to lie. Not even going to make... Uh, 
two 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 se- two cents about that. Um, the uh, the next thing from out in left field is gaming wise. We're talking about Killer Instinct. Um, we haven't seen anything from Killer Instinct for some time. The project, for all intents and purposes, is pretty much dead as far as the game that was released on the Xbox One. That being said, we are now in a new console generation. It has been a minute since uh, any of the the supply issues have really affected sales for the said console generation, at least as far as Xbox is concerned. Um, And this is a very popular uh, property. I don't think we're going to see a game at all in 2023, but I do have hopes for, again, long shot hopes that we are going to hear some sort of news, be it rumor or otherwise, that there is some sort of Killer Instinct project in the works. Now, Killer Instinct for the Xbox One is very much playable on your series console, so uh, you can still play, and there's still a pretty healthy community there playing the game online, so if you're looking uh, for a fight you can find one the game is awesome honestly uh, go watch some tournaments for killer instinct on the youtubes because there's really really incredible stuff going on with that game uh that's all i can really uh, let's uh pull uh, yeah screw it we're going we're going next uh we have a tv series on the list as well we have the friday the 13th tv series coming to uh I think it was Peacock. Maybe it's Paramount. Let's see. Friday the Thirteenth, the series, not that, not the one from the nineties. No. Um. Uh, let's go back to Google. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, let's just do that because it'll give us something on the wiki. I bet. IMDb, IMDb, wiki, franchise. Um. Oh come on. Television. Crystal Lake, uh, nope, 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 the wiki doesn't have anything on it, weird, oh yeah, but so, now that the issues have been settled behind the scenes as far as who owns what rights for the Friday the 13th franchise, uh, uh, what's his name, I just read it, I just read it, Pedowitz, Mark Pedowitz, or no, that's the CW guy, um, goodness either way the, the 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 guy who was arguing that he owned the rights to this to the name and not the character of jason but to the name of friday the 13th he is uh that they're they're making a series this is actively in pre-production last we heard about it last we heard about it though was many many months ago so very potentially they have moved or are going to be moving into uh, actual production and then post so we very probably are going to be seeing the series if it is still moving forward this year super hopeful for that though I don't think the series is going to be any good I'm just curious what this new version of Jason is going to be so 
that is that and then we have one final piece and this one is actually a piece of literature and that is let's go back to the image search we're going to look for doors of stone so this book patrick rothfuss is uh very possibly the uh I, I don't know. I, I would say Rothfuss and um, George R. R. Martin are battling for the the current Tolkien, <laughs> the the success the successor to the Tolkien throne. Because if you've not read the uh, first two books in this series, the Kingkiller Chronicles, the first book is Name of the Wind. Second book is A Wise Earth. I, I might have that backwards. No, that's right. First book is Name of the Wind. Second book is Wise Man's Fear. There have been a number of uh, uh, smaller installations into this universe, but not a mainline story. Uh, these books are amazing. Rothfuss can write with the best of them. This guy just knows what you want and how to give it to you. Um, this book has been, according to Rothfuss, has been in the editing phase, so written and, you know, kind of paring down and tightening up the story for like four or five years or more at this point. Um, I'm hopeful we will get, see, look, look even here, this is posted to uh, Kingkiller Wiki. This is from Rothfuss, I'm pretty sure. That looks just like his office. Um... What the hell? What is that? <laughs> Whatever. All right. So, yeah, uh, uh, very hopeful that we're going to be getting some sort of update as far as the release and even more hopeful that that release is going to be by the end of 2023 because I'm dying to read the final book in this series. And not for the least of which, because there's like five main plot threads that are going right now that need to be wrapped up in a single book. And that's a lot of ground to cover in this world because this world is immense. So, yeah, there's the first book, Name of the Wind. And the, here you go. Name of the Wind, Wise Men's Fear. Uh, these are the first two books. Read them now if you haven't because they're amazing. And that is our left field category for this stream. It is a bit of a longer stream than usual. We're looking at uh, just under two hours. But appreciate you all for sticking around, even you lurkers in here. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you very much, nerds. Now, real quick reminder: we will be not, we will not be returning next week for a stream. However, if everything goes as planned, we will return the following week with our regular schedule, which means Wednesday's regular show that I pre-record and do all the editing and do all the stuff, and then Friday's live uh, uh, stream. So, and then also starting the new series for That Just Happened, which is just our general conversation of interacting with these properties uh, in the nerd sphere. So, I love your faces. Thank you very much, nerds, for joining. Uh, we I, we got to get out of here, man. Um, it's 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 been a long it's been a long 
long stream. I did not expect to talk this long uh, and still have the text on screen. Whatever. Thank you very much, nerds, for joining. We'll see you in two weeks for your regularly scheduled program, not the off season. It will be the beginning of season five for you main uh, mainline channel people. And uh, for the rest of you, it's uh, somewhere between season three and season four. So uh, we'll see you in the next one, nerds. Thank you very much. Uh, I got to head out before I do always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.